Hello, this is the Joe Martino Show. My name is Joe. I am your host today. Today I want to talk to you about something that I think is very detrimental to relationships and how you can avoid it. And it's not really typically on our radar. It's typically something that I see a lot of people engage in and they don't really think about the consequences of it. And I want to talk to you about that. What I'm talking about is universals. Using universals as a weapon when you're in a conversation even sometimes not as a weapon. When you start talking about something about something that someone does as a universal, you change it from something they do almost to something they are. And I want to talk about that. And what does it do to relationships? What does it do to emotional security? And how do we manage it so that we don't do that to our relationship? Okay, so but before I get to that, I want to kind of put it in context. One of the things that, that I actually believe my wife and I have taught this to all of our clients that are couples, we teach it to our individual clients, we teach it to anybody who asks us about better communication. One of the things we teach them is what we call the six rules of communication. I want to share them with you today, and then I want to put them, this, the universal, in that context and then explain what it does to the relationship. So the six rules of communication, we share these, I've shared them literally everywhere that I can think of. I've shared them with corporations, I've shared them with individuals, I've shared them with couples, I've shared them with families, I've shared them with people who came to me for parental counseling. I shared them one time with a couple who said to me, we are ready for divorce. This was before I was a counselor and I was like, okay, well just follow these six rules for the next month and then let's talk. And it changed their relationship. They actually didn't get divorced. Now, they still had to do the hard work of counseling. But these six rules kind of set the stage for that. They allowed them to build up to that. So the first rule of communication is be intentional. In fact, we're going to make an acronym bad fit. But the very first rule is be intentional. One of the things that I see in relationships is that people lack intentionality in how they talk. Once they get mad, they just engage in poor behavior. They use the other person's poor behavior to then excuse their poor behavior and round and round we go down the rabbit hole into trouble. It, it's just really a silly waste of time, energy, and resources. So the very first rule is to be intentional. If you're not being intentional, there's a really good chance that you're impacting your relationship in a negative way. And sometimes I think you're actually being intentional in the destruction of your relationship. Right? There are things that you're doing that feel good in the moment, and so you become intentional in destroying your relationship. Even though you say, I don't want to destroy my relationship. And you can see how this becomes a problem. So obviously, the very first thing that we want to start with anytime we're talking about how to communicate better, how to protect your relationship, how to improve your overall quality of communication, we have to start with intentionality. So that's rule number one. Be intentional. Rule number two is always avoid always and never say never. And this is the rule that I want to come back to and hone in on today. Always avoid always. Never say never. Avoid the universals. When you start doing this, at the very best, you set yourself up for a sideways fight. A sideways fight is where you say, you never do this, you always do that. And then your spouse says, that's not true. Three years ago, I did this. Your partner says, that's not true. Five years ago, I didn't do that. And what happens is, is you start to have this sideways conversation arguing about whether or not the always and the never is true. And most of the time, that wasn't even the point. And so rather than trying to solve the problem in front of you, whatever it is, you said you were going to do something and you didn't follow through on it. Uh, you criticized me in a way that I felt was unfair. Whatever the, whatever the real issue was, you've now slid off of that issue and you're arguing about the always and the never portion 
and it's a waste of time, energy, and it hurts your relationship. The third rule, does it have to be a problem? Whatever it is, does it have to be a problem? If we're being intentional, we're avoiding universals, now we've got to ask ourselves a question. Does it, whatever it is, have to be a problem? And I actually have what I call the 555 rule for this. If in five days, five weeks, five months, five years, you're standing at the graveside of the person you're having the conversation with, will this matter? If it won't matter at their graveside, it probably doesn't matter now. Now, sometimes you might still have to process it. You might still have to engage it. But honestly, I think one of the things that healthy couples do is they realize that two people trying to live their lives together, we're going to bump into each other. We're going to have stress points. Our elbows are going to hit. Things are going to happen that cause a kind of a, a, a flash, and it's okay. That doesn't mean it has to be a problem. This is part of being intentional. We're intentionally looking at whatever's going on, and we're asking ourselves, does this have to be a problem? And then we want to look at facts only. So now we've decided, yes, it has to be a problem. We're going to be intentional. We want to avoid the always and the never, but now we've got to deal with facts, just facts. Here's, here's one of the ways I like to explain this to clients. This is the difference between what you think, you know, and what you actually know, what you could testify to in court, right? So I don't know for certain why my wife does something. I could guess at her intentions. Let's say I'm recording this podcast and she's out in the lobby talking and I can hear her and I yell, hey, I can hear you. And she keeps talking and cracking jokes and I can still hear her. And that frustrates me because people, one person complained that they could hear background noise. And so now it bugs me forever. I don't know her intentions. Maybe she has to have that conversation. Maybe she doesn't care, but I have to ask. I have to engage and say, hey, what's going on? Here's what I think's happening. Here's what I know is happening. I'm recording a podcast. You're out there. Those are facts. I feel distressed because somebody complained. Maybe she thinks, well, you should get over the one person complaining. And now we're having a conversation. Now we're moving forward. When we deal with facts only, we have to double down on our intentionality because when we deal with just the facts, we have to separate what do I know versus what I think I know. I remember when my oldest was younger, she did something. And to be honest with you, I don't even remember what it was. But I just remember saying to her, you did this because of this, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, no, I didn't. I did it because of this. And they were two totally different things. And I was like, oh, crap. Right? Separating out what do I know versus what I think I know. And then, and here's the thing. If you're listening to this, I'm not saying that you're a liar. But we're never more tempted to stretch the truth than when we are in an argument. Because we want to win. Right? And so not stretching the truth is another thing for facts only. After we start to deal with facts only, we have to deal with just issues, not people. So the first rule, be intentional. The second rule, always avoid, always never say never. The third rule, does it have to be a problem? The fourth rule, facts only. The fifth rule is issues, not people. This is saying, hey, this happened. This is what you did. And this is how I felt about it. Not you are, you did. Now, I want to kind of, I want you to kind of take that rule and kind of place it in the back of your mind for a minute. Because when we go back to rule two, always avoid always and never say never. And what happens when we, when we don't pay attention to that rule, we're, we're going to talk about these two rules and how they kind of help you in tandem. So we want to just deal with the issue. This is the difference between saying, I'm not sure you're telling me the truth here. And I think you're a liar, Right. I don't understand how what you're telling me could be factual, right? This is still facts only 
Because we're saying, okay, you told me this. Hopefully you've mirrored it a couple times. You've really tried to understand what they're saying. You've stated it back to them. And you're like, okay, so if this is true and this is true, I don't understand how those two things can be true at the same time or whatever it is. We want to deal with what the person did, not who they are. We want to attack what they did if we believe it's destructive. Right? And then the last rule, today's news. Dealing with the thing that brought up the problem. Whatever we decided in rule number three, yes, this has to be a problem. We, we need to deal with that, just that issue. So a lot of times what happens is somebody says, hey, you know, I'm going to do this, and they don't. And not only does that come up, but that thing three years ago comes up two years ago. And, you know, we start having conversations like, do you still drive to work or do you eat peanut butter and jelly for lunch? To which the natural response is, wait, what? And so if we deal with just today's news, just the issue in front of us, we have a better chance of, of being able to move the problem forward, right? And that's one of my assumptions that if healthy couples are able to have communications that move the conversation forward, that move each person forward, then people who want to be healthy will have conversations designed to help them move forward. Okay, so one more time, the six rules, be intentional, always avoid always, never say never. Does it have to be a problem? Facts only, issues, not people. Today's news. Now let's talk about what happens when we ignore rule number two, always avoid always and never say never. You start talking in universals. You say things like, you're always so critical. You're always this, you never do this. Here's what happens. If the person can think of any time where they legitimately didn't do that, they don't know how to tell you something that's critical next time. The very first thing it does is it destroys emotional security by causing the other person to not feel safe to talk to you about certain topics. You can see how this quickly becomes a problem. You're never wrong. Well, what if the person legitimately doesn't think they're wrong the next time you argue? How do they tell you that? Because they, they, they can unfortunately translate forward. And you can say, well, wait, Joe, they're not supposed to do that. And I agree. But remember, communication, relationships are two people moving towards each other. And so if, if you say to them, well, you're never wrong, the next time they, don't, they legitimately don't think they're wrong, how are they going to tell you that? How are they going to disagree with you? Right. One of the most common things I see uh, and I hear about from other therapists is women who castrate their man. You're not a man. Well, that's that's first of all, that's a violation of issues, not people. Right. We're attacking the person, not what they did or didn't do. But then that's usually followed up with something like you always do this. You never do that. Well, how does that work? What happened? So let's say you're never a man. You never have my back. Well, what do you mean by that? Well, you disagreed with me. Well, what happens the next time they disagree with you? One of the things that happens when we use always and never is we take away any win. The only win is doing it my way. So if I say to my wife, you never put the tools away that you, you use, I'm attacking her. Now, I could say something like, hey, when you use the tools, you don't typically put them away. There's a lot, there's a lot of times that I found them left out. You regularly leave them out. You, you left it out last time. Remember when you used the electric weed eater, you left it out and it rained on it and it ruined it, right? I can deal with facts. Or let's say that she asked me if I was going to fix something in the house. And I said to her, yes, I am. And it's been two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, five weeks. She could say, hey, you know, saying you never do what you say you're going to do is different than, hey, you said you were going to do that and you didn't, right? It takes, 
if when we use all six rules together, what we do is we take this the sting of attacking the person and we can present it in a way that it that it it, it is presented as we were presenting our desire to help the person grow and mature and improve. And we're presenting our idea that we want the relationship to improve. When you use universals, you destroy emotional security because they don't feel safe. But not only that, you're essentially attacking the person. Many times when you use words like always and never, what we're actually doing is trying to manipulate. We're trying to say something so strongly with such a reaction that it will, quote, cause the other person to do this thing that we want them to do, which may actually be a good thing. But forcing someone or trying to get someone to do something that is good for them out of pain is still manipulation. It's still something that isn't healthy. I've shared this before, but one time I had a mentor tell me that everyone you meet is desperately insecure and in need of affirmation. And I really agree with that. One of the ways that that desperate insecurity and need for affirmation plays out is the story that runs in your head. So when someone comes and they attack you with, you always do this, you never do this, it blows up all six rules. That's why it's number two, because you have to be intentional first. And then once you're intentional, one of the things you have to be intentional about is choosing words that move the relationship forward. When you engage in an always or never statement, you're blowing up every rule that follows. This rule is so foundational to good communication because it allows you to deal with the problem. It actually cuts down on the possibility. If when you follow it, it cuts down on the possibility of sideways conversations, of excuses, of arguments. It cuts down on the temptation, idea, the possibility that you and your partner will get caught in an argument about ancillary things that don't matter. If you can follow this rule, if you can follow just the first two rules, be intentional and always avoid always and never say never. If those are just the only two rules you work on this week, what will happen is is you will take away the possibility of conversation, of discussions that actually hurt your relationship because you just you you end up having 15 fights over one issue and none of them get solved. They all get pushed under the rug and eventually they come back to blow up. One of the things that happens for unhealthy couples is they have a whole lot of fights, say on a Thursday, about all these different issues. They don't solve any of them. They just fight about them. They scream at each other. They yell at each other. Then they stop talking. Nothing gets solved. It all gets pushed underneath the carpet, pushed underneath the rug, pushed underneath the couch, whatever phrase you want to use there, whatever colloquialism. And then on Saturday, they have another fight for 15 fights. But these 15 fights are more intense because the fire from Thursday's 15 fights joins Saturday's. And that's why we use today's news. But when we don't use today's news, then we we resort to always and never because they just don't listen. So if I use the word always, maybe they'll listen then. Well, that doesn't make sense. So you want to avoid always and never. Avoid universals. Attack the problem, not the person. Deal with the problem, not the person. Right? You want to be intentional. You're either building your relationship up or you are destroying your relationship. You're tearing it down. There's no in-between. When we use always and naked, always and never, we are tearing our relationship down. We are destroying it. So this is a short episode this week. I hope you're enjoying your summer. We're halfway through July. That's insane to me. But we are. So hopefully you're enjoying your summer. Next week, we're going to talk about what does a mid-year reset look like. All right. Thanks a lot. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions, feel free to email me, info at joemartino.com. Go to joemartino.com. Click on the Contact Me page. 
I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Take care.